is that? That's the second time it's gone off. They never go home, they never go home, they never go home, those, those, those boys. The second captain's world service. It is not war and death and famine, it's not that at all. It's the opposite of that, it's to persuade the world outside of that. That's why sport's important. Each and every Friday on the Second Captain's World Service, Murph delivers a little bit of public service broadcasting with Francis Murphy's guide to the weekend's sport on television. Today, for the first time I can remember, once you'd gotten through Saturday's sport, Murph, you you puffed out your cheeks and had I to did. take a pause I did, before I did. taking on Sunday. <sighs> I'm telling you, it's it was intense. Oh, and it was an extremely intense experience for me just to read out the sports that's happening tomorrow, this let alone all, by the way, go and watch it all, the, which I probably yeah. will. Of course, this is all without a men's World Cup. I don't know how my head would have exploded if the World Cup was on the normal time yeah. uh, this year. But on the show this week, we cover the women's Euros with Richie and Flo Lloyd-Hughes, who was brilliant. Now, both of them were brilliant today, celebrating the tournament, while also lamenting the absence of a certain character this time around. Uh, there's a winning mentality. See it in their eyes. They've got glazed eyes. Glazed eyes. Yeah, there's no Phil Neville, but maybe there will be a replacement Phil Neville. Listen to today's podcast to find out who that might be. There's also a brand new episode of the Snade and Brano show with the Irish teams entering the European competitions this week. And we got a world exclusive out of that chat regarding the recent Dublin bus inspired Bohemians jersey. Well, look, I saw Arsenal did their uh, their underground jersey and then I just thought, you know, Dublin bus, bows, um, kind of manky looking blue seats. Bows, put it on a jersey, uh, and then I, I I passed it on as I do with some ideas to uh to the central committee, and uh, and they actually went and did it, and like every other Bows jersey, it's proved to be marmite. Um, but uh, they also reveal that the next one's going to be the carpet and grogans. I sent them a photo the other day. There was a little bit of unpleasantness after all that Murph there was a mm. World Service member claiming to have come up with the idea first and uh, he said it was going. To, it was supposed to be a Dubs jersey and listen Brano strongly denies stealing the idea from another World Service member mm. he says he only stole the idea from Arsenal so that's fine yes if this is anyone else other than Dave Allen you're stealing my bet basically mm. says uh, <laughs> says Brano the All-Ireland Football semi-finals are on this weekend, as you know. It's fair to say our boys, Flynn and McConville, have been putting some thought into how these games are going to play out. Prepare yourselves for a very detailed answer from Paul Flynn here when I asked him his thoughts on how Dublin carries him. <laughs> I think you just said, I'm, are you excited about the game? <laughs> and this is I what was literally Paul, like, yeah, initial <laughs> thoughts here, Paul. And uh, here, here we go. Off he went. This is f- as close to 50-50 in my head as you can get in a game. I really mm. strongly believe and I'm, And then you're trying to say, okay, that's well enough just saying that, but tell me why, right? The, the first point I make is, right, both teams have learnings from last year that they need to take into this stage of the game. They were both at this stage last year, Dublin versus Mayo, in control of the game, and they were complacent, and then they let it slip. We've seen what happened. Kerry versus Tyrone, they weren't able to show the composure required and they didn't have the concentration levels to play against that intense warm defence right up until the end. And we remember we on the podcast last year, we spoke about two moments of the game where they had an opportunity to win the game and they launched a high ball in or they didn't make the right decision, right? So it's not until this point again that you've, you figure out whether you learn from from your your mistakes of last year, and it's both. It's in, it's interesting that it's both at the same at the same stage for Dublin and for Kerry. So that's an interesting point number one. Point number two is that there's this added dimension that the question marks in my head are: How solid is Dublin's form in the championship, mm-hmm. and how solid is Kerry's form in the league? Because we don't really know. Because Kerry haven't followed up their league phenomenal form in the championship, which is. 
okay, right? Because it's Kerry and they can switch it on, but still you would have liked to see a little bit more. And Dublin, you, I just can't stop myself thinking that this current form is built on shaky foundations. Just, you know, based on what we know in relation to the strength and depth in relation to the change of personnel. Um, so that's that's the second kind of interest in action area, if you want to call it that. The third one is injuries, right? Yeah. If, if Khan plays, it's a different Dublin. If Clifford plays and is not fit, like he didn't look the last day, it, they're not as, he hasn't got the impetus about him. So that's just an interesting action area that we're going we're gonna to learn a little bit more about. And then you get into the tactics. And I think if you look at the tactics on three different areas, the kickouts is one, right? Both of the, they're on their own kickouts. They're not as assured if they, as, as one would like for a team at this level, right? They're, there's questions to be answered on Evans' kick-out and on the Kerry kick-out overall. The second is on transitions. If you got, we've seen in the first half for Dublin, if Cork transitioned the ball quickly and got the ball into the full forward line, Dublin weren't able to get the sweeper in place and they were left exposed. If they do that against Kerry, they're going to get wiped out. Nothing sure. Um, and, 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 and the opposite of that is, and the last one, sorry, is defensive organisation. And it ties that for Dublin. Can they get Johnny Cooper or someone like that into sweeper position? But for Kerry... Last point, lads. This is the opening piece. If, mm. uh, if, if, if all season long we've seen Tyke Morley play the sweeper role and he's been really good at it. But in the past, any time I've played against Tyke Morley and uh, even, even in the years I just left, he went man-to-man on Kieran Kilkenny. So are they going to go man-to-man for Morley on Kilkenny, which has worked out well in their favour in the past? But if they do so, who then is going to play the sweeper role? So these are, lo- these are the kind of things that are going around my mind. And... Um, that's why I think it's a 50-50 game because everybody has a few questions that, 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 are, that are left there unanswered. <laughs> That's the most detailed answer to a question since you asked Jamie Wall to devise the full tactical plan for Cork to beat Limerick mm-hmm. in the All-Ireland final last year. At least, like at least Paul had, Finn was Yeah, go on, sorry. I was going to say he had four different factors, but some had multiple parts. Yeah, a lot going on. At, le- at least Paul Finn hadn't sent me diagrams at midnight the night before, like Jamie yeah. Wall did last week, last year. <laughs> but nevertheless, uh, extremely uh, involved and hugely entertaining and hugely inform- informative as the lads have been all summer. Geez, just absolutely top class. Paul also tells a story when we were talking a lot about we explored the Conor Callan injury more and David Clifford and all that. And he told us about a time that he ended up playing a match, Paul himself, a big game in his career that he very much should not have played and uh, it's worth worth tuning into that one we also had a bit of Wimbledon chat myself and Kieran here had to hold our hands up over Rafa Nadal's injury which we both felt wouldn't be enough to keep him out of a semi-final against Nick Kyrgios but we were wrong and that's turns out we were wrong as hell (laughs) oh absolutely there's Ireland's second test in New Zealand going on it's it's a bloody busy sporting summer and our World Service members are getting serious bang for their five euro a month plus VAT you can sign up to be one of those members and to join in this celebration of the sporting summer on secondcaptains.com that's the place to do it the Second Captains podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network if you become a member on the World Service you will hear all of our podcasts ad free so there you go thanks Murph thank you Owen and well done this week no no no, 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 hold on a second can I just say well done this week Owen well done yeah well I mean you're congratulating me but the people listening to this one don't even know whether we did a good job or not well now they know don't they (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening have a great weekend Thanks, Owen. And he is my second captain. Second captain. That's uh-huh. a humorous competition. I saw that. Important man for my selection.
What is it all about? There's no sense as bold as a pig. I love me county. It's a dump. We're going to do it.